Gail says Modine's two is being haunted by Uncle Eddie's horny spirit undaunted. So the Hicks are on the case, a paranormal goose chase, while Bonnie McMurray walks around flaunted. It's Wine Wednesday. And that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is a big leaguer with the full-size chocolate bars. I'm Al. <laughs> I'm Al, your host. And joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have the very spooky Victor. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good. How are you? Doing good. Yeah. Uh, so you may notice that we are missing a member. Uh, Matt, uh, Squirrely Matt, unfortunately, uh, got some uh, bad news about uh, uh, his dog. And uh, so that he's not able to join us tonight. Um, he talked about it last week a bit. And, uh, so uh, they were waiting on some test results. And unfortunately today they found, they got the results and they were kind of the worst possible results. So, uh, he and family are spending, you know, the last, uh, remaining quality time with Ollie and, uh, we wish them the best and, and, uh, you know, uh, hope that they have a, a good, as good a holiday as they can under the, the circumstances. Definitely in our thoughts and prayers. Yes. And uh, he, uh, hopefully he'll be back next week with us. Uh, and hopefully we have uh, Dean back with us next week as well. Oh, Those, is Dean next week? Uh, yeah, Dean next week. But also there was some uh, uh, unfortunate news uh, in Dean's world. So um, we'll we'll wait and see whether we record next week. Uh, but uh, stay tuned. Anyway, but uh, we do have quorum today. We have three. So I think that's good. To Although I feel, feel like I'm going to be outnumbered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week so let's uh let's just get started how are you now uh, how was your week uh the lineup for today will be victor tanya al victor how's your week uh it was good but before we go have you forgotten to flip some switches here because oh, i don't yes. think i'm hearing audio that right. i'm supposed to oh <laughs> i'm sorry we're off screen we're we're just i i usually remind al to to share a screen there we go that sorry. was my bad that was uh, my bad. <laughs> everything's been thrown off without without Matt here. Everything's been thrown off. I'm I'm feeling you know uh, outnumbered. <laughs> outnumbered. That, that's all right. But we're here. We're here for you. We're, right. we're yeah. the safety net. All Don't right. worry. How was your week, Victor? Uh, yeah, the week's it's you know winding down. One day left. Uh, should be half a day, but uh, unfortunately, probably will be the full day. But but we do get the full break uh, starting tomorrow, and we're not coming back till January fourth. So Woo-hoo! so there's that. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm a, a little bit livid, actually. I, I was trying to do something nice uh, uh-huh. and get some gift cards for the team. Uh, and I thought, you know, usually it's we get together in person and mm-hmm. we get to do, you know, it's a little more personal and whatnot, but it's it's a bit of a different year. So um, everybody likes Lindt chocolates. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I almost feel like I shouldn't be advertising them at this point. <laughs> so I thought I'd get some uh, digital gift cards from that that folks could go to their site and you know order order their favorite chocolates and they'd be delivered and oh, uh, awesome. good times for all so i ordered these gift cards thinking that i'd get an immediate uh or at least <laughs> uh, uh uh get an email fairly soon after the order and nothing came all i got was okay you got charged uh for the amount and uh, we'll let you know when your order is ready what do you mean my order is ready it's a digital gift card yeah <laughs> it should be that automatic should be an automatic anyway yeah. 
So this was on Friday mm-hmm. and, and, you know, an hour goes by, two hours go by. And then, so I send an email to their customer support and, uh, and then, you know, nothing, uh, crickets. Um, so I wait through the weekend on Monday, I call their support number, uh, and explain the situation. And they said, well, we can't really help you except we can send an email to the head office so they can look into the matter. And I'm thinking, what is the purpose of this number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, why, why do you exist? Like, what is, if you can't actually help? So they did that. And at the same time, I sent another email, no response, nothing. Um, so Tuesday came, same thing. I called back, spoke to the same oh. individual on the phone. And he said, didn't I tell you it's going to take up to 24 hours? Da, da, da. Yes, but not, still nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I'll send another email to the head office. Okay, thanks. And and then so finally Wednesday came. And this morning, I you know I called them again. I sent another email. This time I said, cancel my order. Give me a full refund. You guys suck. Uh, I'm going to find a different <laughs> different method. Um, and, you know, so I called. They felt very sorry on the phone, but still couldn't help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I, so, you know, I was livid. I, so then I went and I just, I, I, I found a different, uh, merchant, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and was even a better, was a really, really great experience. Okay. Uh, gave me a kind of some really nice animated gift card, like little animated animation, like, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call them? For the cards. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> e-cards. Like, uh, yeah. E-cards. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, and that was really great. The team got each, everybody got a nice personal message. They mm-hmm. were very happy with it. Good, good times all around. Then three o'clock today, <laughs> I get confirmation that my lint gift cards had arrived. Oh <laughs> Are you God. kidding me? Oh <laughs> so I wrote a very, very strongly worded letter to their customer support. I said, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. The most frustrating and disappointing shopping experience of my life uh, oh. from a, from, from, and you know, that's a, a freaking embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, <laughs> you should be ashamed. Did you kick a garbage uh, can when you said that? Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to, but I have my train set beside me so i didn't want to destroy anything <laughs> or you should have so, just anyway. said you should have sent them the animated gif of coach doing that <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> anyway so so they and they responded to that pretty much immediately and mm-hmm. gave me my refund but anyway it's a lot of energy uh, that's to lint there <laughs> you know what i think they just got so full of themselves ever since they uh they uh, uh, got the the Swiss Chalet account from uh, Toblerone. Right. I've never I've never forgiven Swiss Chalet since then. For those of you who don't know, Swiss Chalet is like a restaurant chain in Canada, chicken barbecue chicken restaurant. And around this time, they have the festive specials, so you get like chicken and potatoes and and stuffing. And it used to be you'd get a full size Toblerone bar. Uh, it was my favorite thing. I couldn't wait. Uh, and then one day, uh, it was no longer Toblerone. It was lint. And I mean, yeah. it's good chocolate, yeah, but it's not Toblerone. I mean, Toblerone's, I don't know. It's well, I'm, well it's I mean, Christmas. we yeah. can start, you know, having a discussion about what's better, but I think Toblerone <laughs> is less, it's it's now every, lint's everywhere, right? Yeah. Everybody gets, it's it's just, it's just not, it's not so unique anymore, even though it is pretty high end. Yeah. But at a Toblerone, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's, that's a special treat, right? Because yeah. typically people don't have those around. So that was, a, that was a little special, but regardless, um, not a, <laughs> Not, not a good, not a good experience. No. So to Lint, we say. Sort yourself out. All right, Tanya, how was your week? (laughs) Oh, you know what? I'm with Victor. Um, 
uh, today was my last day of work and, um, I was so thankful for that. I just totally need that break and that, you know, work has been stress. Uh, it's been go, go, go constant. Uh, unfortunately, um, our daughter came home sick, uh, brought home a cold, uh, from school and passed it on to our son. And so now she's better and he's sick. So I've been going nonstop trying to force tea down his throat and, uh, um, uh, everybody's getting, um, uh, oil of oregano to keep our immune systems up and vitamin C. And, uh, so, so far so good. He's feeling a little bit better. Knock on wood. And how are you feeling, Tanya? Um, now he's gotten me <laughs> sick and now my throat is starting to really hurt, uh, when I swallow and stuff. So yeah, it's coming for me. So I'm, yeah, I'm very, very thankful. I want to celebrate that today is the day that we can just say goodbye to work. One thing off the, the to-do list. Yes. Wondrous. <laughs> All the wrapping is done. The tree is looking fuller. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this. This is going to be a lovely, wonderful. I'm looking forward to the rest and relaxation and fun. Mm -hmm. I have, oh, oh, I want to say. So I've got some um, ideas and I wanted to pass them on or, or share them with people. So um, because we can't be with our family, especially um, uh, we were going to have masks on and try to um, get in a, a little visit, but um, that's not going to work with uh, this cold that we have. Um, so anyways, um, I bought the game categories and I don't know if everybody knows that game, but it's the game that you roll the dice and it has all the letters of the alphabet on it. And then you've got this list of categories, um, categories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then everybody's got to come up with, um, um, and, um, a what's the word I'm looking for? A word mm -hmm. for each one of the categories with that letter. Yeah. So anyways, I photocopied, um, the, no, sorry, categories. I photocopied the game and then sent it to my sister for her to play and my parents to play and for us to play. So we can try to do a game online together and have a games night as a family. And, um, that game you're you're kind of not talking over each other so i'm hoping it's going to work so looking forward to that yeah it's a good uh, cottage game i love playing categories at the cottage but uh should work over zoom i think so yeah that's a creative way to to spend some time over zoom i wonder uh, zoom's going to be busy i think over the holidays <laughs> Uh, they've been they've been busy for the last nine months. So. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the other the other game that I'm 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 in the process of creating is um, a scavenger hunt, and the clues are going to come from our family to the kids, and the kids have to go find the things that I hide in the house, but the clues are coming from them. So another way for our families to kind of still play with each other and and be with the kids um, in a in a in a safe way. Which mm -hmm. which is that that at work uh, as part of a team activity, uh, and uh, everybody had a hoot with that. So, like we'd say, go find something that smells nice, or go find something that blue is, that's blue. And the first person that came back with the ten things uh, and was able to show them on camera uh, oh, ended cool. up winning a gift gift certificate, but not from Lint. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> never from them but, ever again. No, um, no, never again. That's cool. Uh, I like that one. idea too. Uh, and that was really fun. Everybody had a blast. That's cool. So, uh, 
there's no there's no reason why that should be happening anymore in this day and age i, I like our, our the recognition program we use at work uh, uh the other, last year i try i cashed out all my points and basically it's one of these things where you do a good job and somebody recognizes you and gives you points and then those points you can yeah. you can trade them in for for uh, they've got like stuff you can like merchandise you can buy uh, or yeah. you can trade it in for gift cards i usually just go for the gift card route i think most people do yeah but, that's what i do but but the stupid thing is the gift cards are actual cards you mean there's no way to transfer it into just digital certificates so last year and even this year i i cashed out all my points because i wanted to buy myself something fun for for christmas uh, last year i spent it all on my pedal board uh and but i had to uh uh cash all my points in and then wait for the email to come and it only i only did in increments of 25 dollars. so there was like a ton i had a ton <laughs> of certificates that i had to redeem uh, $25 at a time. And then I had to wait for them to mail me the Amazon gift cards. Like, like why can't this all be digital? Like uh, it, it can, it yeah. can. It's just, it's just that you, you're stuck in that old system. Yeah, I know. Like it's so frustrating. Yeah. Cause I'm like, no, no, we, we, we are the, the system we use is more instant and it's, yeah. it's all digital. Like you, you know get what? the actual codes through an email and you can use it right away. Everyone's everyone's headed in that direction. This just gave everyone that boost mm-hmm. and, and and we're going to see more of it. It's it's going to get better. Yeah. I, I firmly believe. Well, that. I went through that hell last year and then this year again. And, and I don't want, you know, people aren't going to feel bad for me because I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time cashing in money in order to buy myself <laughs> gifts. But it was just a pain in the butt. And uh, this year again, I'm like, what? even after COVID, like everybody's going digital except for this company that's still mailing. Uh, snail mailing oh and the best part too every gift i couldn't even do a bulk order of the gift cards so every gift card came in its own envelope <laughs> so yeah but al al it's a it's a very easy thing to change it's just yeah. the person in charge of that program for yeah. them it's it's that's not that's not the top priority so they're not even thinking about it yeah. but if if let's say they picked up the phone uh and called and said hey this is not good can mm-hmm. you fix it for us then it would be oh, it I would com- be immediate i complained i mean it was last year oh i love the program except for this one thing and and she's like oh yeah i'll take it under advisement and of course, nothing got done this year. So I'm yeah, hoping that yeah. gets improved next year. Again, uh, 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 you know. Uh, yeah. uh, it's not for, a technology problem. Yeah, it's a first it's, world problem too, right? So I'm, yeah. I don't want to people feel bad for me because. Uh, uh, we don't feel bad <laughs> for exactly. you. But it was still a pain <laughs> in the butt. And uh, this year I couldn't even spend it on myself. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, uh, I got my guitar back, though. My guitar is back from the shop, so I'm very excited, and I'm going to start uh, playing around with I it I didn't again. know that your guitar was in the shop in the first place. What happened? Were you, like, uh, mimicking that scene from the skids? What happened? No, no, no. It was just, I was trying to, I wanted to get a, a there was a hum uh, coming from the pickups or something, so I wanted to get that oh, fixed. Oh, so the action maybe needed to be adjusted. Yeah, so hopefully they fixed it, so uh, I'll be able to start re- uh, playing and recording again, and, and uh, that'll be fun. Uh, so let's nice. time for a word from our sponsor, uh, Dennis Guggen. He's the owner and proprietor of Dennis Guggen's Custom Funko Pop collect- uh, Culture Collectible. Let me try that again. Dennis Guggen's custom Funko Pop culture collectible vinyl figures. If you don't know what a Funko Pop is, figure it out. And for the rest of you, check out Dennis's work. He creates custom Funko Pop characters of anyone you can think of. Some of my favorites of his include Eddie Van Halen, Mike Tyson, Eminem, and the entire cast of Letterkenny, and you. That's right. You can have your own custom Funko Pop of you or someone you love or hate if that's your kink. Uh, Either way, Dennis is your man. Check out his work on Facebook or Instagram at DJ Pop Customs. 
drop him a line if you're interested in a custom Funko Pop of your own. Uh, we would love to thank Dennis for his support. He's been uh, our sponsor for all of uh, season three, and uh, uh, it's been great. And speaking of support, we have uh, 28 new Twitter followers this wow. week. Uh, so I'm going to read them all out. Welcome to Jeff, uh, David Campbell, Samira Ariana, Ray Ray from Akron, Ohio, Julian's Rum, uh, Letter Kenny Podcast from Toronto, uh, Jim Redmond, Kayla G, Benny uh, Benji Fiend from Emeryville, California, Ike Lawson, Jenna, Jennifer LaBelle, uh, Anthony M. Noto, Me I, Ace, Ashley Yancey from Toronto, Bobby Nissan, It Don't Be Like That Sometimes, <laughs> uh, Letter <laughs> Kenny Answers, Two Pints Bobby, Boabi, I don't know, Two Pints Bobby, let's say, uh, Podflix and Chill, Midwest Raider, Enraged Ferret, I love that one, uh, Fest Festivus for the Rest of Us, uh, Joshua Young from Boise, Idaho, Sarah Vogel from Denver, at Read Think Be Good, and Megan. Thank you all for uh, following us on Twitter and hopefully listening to the podcast. Hey, happy Festivus, everybody. Yes, happy yeah. Festivus. Oh, and I wanted to say, too, I learned something new about the hippopotamus, and oh. I wanted to share it with Victor. Go for it. Oh, I, that's incredible. Ver Veronica, our daughter, she actually um, schooled me on the hippo and was like, Mom, they have pink skin. And I said, no, they don't. They're gray. And she's like, no, it's true. They have pink skin. Yeah, and yeah, I had to do yeah. a Google search, and she was right. And I thought, oh, my God, I've got to tell Victor. What, what so, makes them gray, then? I don't understand. They're, they're not gray. They're pink. They're what? It's I know, right? That's what I was like. Okay, I'm, she's got to be wrong. It's, she's she's like using the wrong crayon on the hippo. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, and so I googled it, and it's true. They underneath the, they're what is it now? They're neutral. The the underneath the whatever. Anyways, they're pink. They're pink. <laughs> Do they have fur or something that covers up the pink? Or I don't understand. I, I well, yeah, it's 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 like a it's it's um like a I don't know what. What you, it's like you know cilia right or um oh. like not sure what you call it but i uh, just i i remembered we'll have, that we'll have to do more of the internets uh mm -hmm. there to, to get the, you know what you know when my kids oh I see. okay Veronica's it's this kind of pink there but it's kind of gray yeah. on their back but okay uh i don't know if we, one, one, we have we have like a plethora of books still about the hippo <laughs> that to talk all about this stuff so i was like an encyclopedia about it now but uh well that, i saw it i saw I saw your background there of the hippo and it reminded me. So I wanted yeah. to oh, get yeah. that in. So I want a well, hippopotamus yeah, for Christmas. Uh, so. I want a hippopotamus, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we reviewed episode six of season three, Bradley is a Killer. That episode got a fresh rating from Matt and myself, a clearance from Tanya, and a compost from Victor. Wah, wah. Uh, predictably, Twitter was on the right side of the ratings with an overwhelming 93.8% giving it a fresh. Oh my gosh. Has, has Twitter ever not given an episode a fresh? Okay, rating? it doesn't matter. Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't agree with you. 6.3% uh, giving it a clearance, and there were no votes for compost, Victor. Uh, this week, we recap. Uh, yes, there were. I just I didn't want to, uh, you know, spoil the broth. <laughs> this week, we recap and review the Letterkenny Halloween special, The Haunting of Modines 2. Uh, Victor, have you done your homework? I have. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? I have. And of course, I've done my homework. So we begin with the cold open. Uh, the Hicks are at the produce stand 
Uh, they comment on how lush and green it is for October. So a bit of an inside joke there because they were probably shooting that scene in, in middle of summer in Canada or maybe spring, how green it was in, instead of actually October. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's lush and green in October. So Al Gore's must be on onto something. Uh, it's Devil's Night and the shitheads will be out causing mischief. But you can't scare Wayne. And Katie responds with, yeah, we know. And Wayne pokes fun because that's the fun of it. So uh, Squirrely Dan interjects, speakings of mischief, his cousin Samuel, which Wayne interrupts, you mean speaking of shitheads. Uh, Squirrely Dan says, he's very sorry for what he did last uh, Halloween. Katie asks what Samuel did. Samuel stole candy from his little sister. Both Wayne and Katie call him a little fucker. Uh, But Squirrely Dan says, Samuel's really sorry for what he did, and he'd like to come by to show Wayne his costume this year. Wayne says that poor behavior is not to be rewarded, it's to be punished, and Samuel's not welcome for a full-size chocolate bar this Halloween. Wayne thinks he should be dis- they should be discussing orig- the origins of Halloween, the history of it, but before they start celebrating the bastardized uh, North American version of things, Derry has an objection. Well, from where I'm sitting, looks like you're curled up nice and cozy with the bastardized North American version of it, Wayne. It's a problem, Derry. Someone who doesn't even like kids. You got a lot of nerve, big league in the rest of the town, handing out full-size chocolate bars. Yeah, well, you got a lot of nerve backdoor and trick-or-treaters by handing out quarter-size chocolate bars on Halloween. Get off your wallet, Derry. Oh, get off my wallet when he quits throwing around nickels like they're manhole covers. Jeez, this one won't get off his wallet, and this one's tossing around nickels like the manhole's covers. Oh, what? There's 5,000 people in Letterkenny. <laughs> and do you want to know what their problem is? Wayne, big league in them. Haven't you never heard the expression, do unto others, as you would have them do unto you? Ain't you never heard of the expression, do unto others before they do unto you? You're fucking up, bud. 364 days a year, this guy's all, oh, I don't give a shit about your kids. And somebody should hit Samuel. Somebody should hit Samuel. And then comes Halloween, you got a big league, everybody, by handing out full-size chocolate bars. Get off your wallet, Derry. Yeah, what's in your jeans, bud? You know, the whole town's talking about how you big league them. So I'm saying. Yeah, well, all trick-or-treaters are talking about how you backdoored them. That's all I'm saying. I'll backdoor you like I backdoored those trick-or-treaters. Wayne and Derry exchange stink eyes. Uh, Squirrel Dan wonders perhaps they should set some context for that comment. Uh, back to Samuel. He's not welcome to come for a full-size chocolate bar. Derry calls that charitable. So, that, so that's one last set of parents that uh, Wayne will be big-leaguing. And that's one more trick-or-treater that, that uh, Derry is going to backdoor. Wayne and Derry exchange stink eyes again. Uh, Katie calls for context as well. Wayne tells them both to get their minds out of the gutter. And we cue the intro music. What else can that mean, though? The what? whole backdooring. What do you think? <laughs> no, no, no. I know the inappropriate one. Well, that's what they're saying. What is what is the actual? No, in this in this context, uh, Derry's backdooring, but because he's giving away quarter sized chocolates instead oh, of full size okay. chocolates. So that's. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? All right, uh, Victor. What did you think of that cold open? It was good. It was uh, fun. Uh, it was. It wasn't like, oh my God, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah. It was a good setup to the story. Tanya, what did you think? Yeah, no, it was fun. I uh, That's my favorite expression that Wayne used. So I liked it. It was the uh, do unto others as you would want done yourself. And mm-hmm. then I liked how Derry put a stupid twist on it. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not, not the back door. No, not, not the, the back door. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I love the stink guy looks that Derry, Derry gives to Wayne. It looks like when they, it looks like they're about to fight, he gives him the, these uh, hilarious looks. Yeah, it was a fun, uh, fun, uh, cold open, uh, set, you know, set the stage for the episode and, and, uh, uh, brought back one of our favorite kids to hate Samuel. So that'll be, that's, that that's a fun little uh, look back there. I mean, the time, just like the, the St. Patty's day episode, 
the timing of this is kind of uh, nebulous because uh, like Katie's not with Riley or Jonesy. And uh, so we don't know exactly when this takes place in context with uh, with the storyline that just ended with season six. So they kind it, of be they're They're kind of uh, on their own. Yeah. And even Rosie's not there. No, Rosie's not there. And we see Glenn. Uh, acting as a pastor again, which he doesn't yeah. do in all in the entire, well, which we'll get to. But yeah, he doesn't do that in the entire season. But in this uh, episode, he's back at being a pastor. Well, and and that's the only inconsistency with it. Well, not it's not inconsistency, but mm-hmm. it's just something that's uh, uh, um, just off because they are in Modines too. So that kind of tells you where you, that where you are and where yeah. you're, where you're not. Yeah. But but you do see a pastor instead of just Glenn. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. that was interesting. Uh, scene number one, the Hicks arrive at Modine's. They've been summoned by Gail, who sounded rattled. Derry and Wayne are still arguing over big legging versus backdooring. Uh, they walk into the bar and Wayne asks Gail if she's hung over because she's holding a glass of water. Uh, Gail says it's holy water. Gail loves a good horror movie and she loves a good scare, but Modine's twos appears to be haunted. Neither Wayne or Katie believe her. Uh, to prove it, Gail shows them a jar sitting on the shelf behind the bar with something floating in it. It's Uncle Eddie's pig hoof hops ale. Katie says Uncle Eddie was a good guy. Wayne says he was a really good guy. He's come back from the dead for one more go. Tried to get me to drink that shite with him in bed. You took down Uncle Eddie? Mm, I took him down once. How's that for you? Ecstasy. Why only once? Because he died shortly after. He died in his 90s. Yeah. What are you doing taking down geriatrics, Gail? Well, you never met no one with a geri-care fetish before? The fuck out of here. <laughs> what, you never been to Lemon Party Yard? Fuck out of here. Mm. So, you think Uncle Eddie is haunting Modine's, too? I know he's haunting Modine's, too. There's his pig who pops front and center. Gail's right. Pardon? I'll see explains this. Literally one million ways. There he goes off, uh, goes on to list off the explanations. Like it could be a ghost or a ghoul or a spirit, a phantom or an orb, ectomist, poltergeist, an angel or an archangel, a demon, elemental. Katie cuts him off. It's none of those things. Uh, then Squirrely Dan chimes in with his opinion. Oh, it's a ghost. But if I fall under one of the many sub ghost categories, well, you got your vengefuls, you got your hungries, you got your residuals, got your messengers, got your enamorates. I uh, got your artificials, uh, aminals, childs. Then you got all your different types of lady ghosts. You got your ladies in red, ladies in white, ladies in black, ladies in blue, ladies in purple, ladies in vermilion, ladies in the burnt orange siennas. Well, then you got your bloody Mary. We're not even getting into Japanese ghosts. Holy jeez. No, you don't. Spirit energy doesn't just goes away, Wayne. It circulates. It circulates. Gail turns to Wayne. If it isn't any of those things, then what does he think it is? Wayne says he'll make a call. But just then, a loud bang comes from the kitchen, which startles the Hicks, except for Wayne. Bonnie McMurray, slow motion, walks out of the kitchen, dressed like Britney Spears from Hit Me Baby one more time. Uh, Squirrely Dan, Derry, and Katie fawn over Bonnie, complimenting her on her costume. Bonnie's confused by the mention of a costume. Wayne thinks he may know the reason for the, the schoolgirl uh, get up. Bonnie. Wayne. Did you make your angel food cupcakes for the annual Catholic school alumni bake sale to raise much needed funds for the missionary trip to Nicaragua? Sure did, Wayne. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. I will. I like the way Wayne says Nicaragua. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next scene, Derry is sampling and reviewing an IPA in the most snooty way possible, much to the annoyance of Katie Wayne uh, Katie and Wayne, but Squirrely Dan looks on thirstily, and when given the opportunity to taste it, he takes the glass and he downs it. 
Before we move on, uh, this uh, it was pointed out to me in our Twitter DM group that during this scene, and, and this scene happens a couple more times in the episode, Derry's actually sitting on a... Like, oh, well, I was going to bring that up. Oh, So you noticed that? I did. So the everyone, the Hicks are all sitting on stools, but yes. Derry's sitting on a saddle. Yes. Uh, which uh, uh, apparently is it's a is a visual gag that he's actually sitting on a high horse and because uh, he's being all kind of snooty about the beer he's tasting and stuff. I completely <laughs> caught that because I'm I was looking at the stools going okay he has um, Katie and and Wayne they have backs to their chairs yeah and there's uh, um, oh my god his name's just escaped me Derry um, Derry mm-hmm. sitting on a on a saddle I never I never noticed it was a saddle and somebody uh, awesome from. Uh, from the Twitter DM group. She's like, this is one of my favorite visual gags of the show. I'm like, uh, can you please explain? Cause I didn't get it. And then she said, he's on a saddle. He's high, high on his, horse, high his ta- horse talking uh, about beer. Yep. And, uh, I completely missed that. You know, the second, third and fourth oh, I time. I feel I saw even that. better that I caught it and you did. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Derry's really good in this episode. He he kind of shines in this one, and it's it, like the, these scenes that he does with, with the beer are a lot of fun to watch. Um, uh, in, in, in when he's talking about this beer here, he's doing some weird stuff with his hands. It's like he's rolling dice or something as he's talking and drinking the beer, and it's just weird. But anyway, uh, moments later, Riley and Jonesy have been summoned to Modine's for inter- interrogation regarding the supposed haunting. So you think it's us, boys? Why, boys? Because last night was Devil's Night. And your shitheads. Oh, okay, so you think we're playing pranks now, huh? Well, it's clear there is a unique brand of Tom Fuckery at play. I haven't smashed a pumpkin on someone's doorstep since grade nine, boys. I haven't stuffed an egg up a tailpipe since grade eight, boys. I haven't silly stringed a car since grade seven. I haven't TP'd a tree since grade six. Yeah, but doozers have an ablaby. We definitely have ablablies. I'm glad you asked about ablaby. We prepared a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, I'm gonna start calling it. Uh, but these guys have ablibies. <laughs> the more they say it, the the wronger it gets. Uh, Jonesy sets up a screen, and out of nowhere, they turn a projector on and present uh, their PowerPoint. Haunting took place between the hours of 3 a.m. and 9 a.m. And I was taking down this swipey snipey between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And I was taking down this swipey snipey between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Nice work, boys. Wait a minute, that's only three hours. What were you doing between the hours of 6 a.m. and 9 a.m.? Glad you asked. This is where things got a little complicated, boys. Riley swipey snipey hit me up after taking down Riley. Jonesy swipey snipey hit me up after taking (laughs) down Jonesy. Accidental tunnel buddies. Well, we FaceTimed each other from the swipey snipey's beds. After the takedowns. This is exactly what Uncle Eddie wanted. Get me thinking about takedowns. Sure as I flick, it's a ghost doing this trick. No, it isn't. Gail turns to Wayne. Then what is it, cowboy? Wayne wants to make another call. And just then, they hear a loud bang from the kitchen. Out comes Bonnie McMurray, dressed as a very sexy soldier. Squirrely Dan, Derry, and Katie, and even Riley and Jonesy make comments on her costume. But again, Bonnie seems confused with the mention of the costume. And again, Wayne provides some insight as to what it might, what might be going on. Bonnie. Wayne. Did you cadets make up your hearty harvest chili for the annual potluck supper for our amputee war vets in the cancer war? Sure did, Wayne. Good for you. Enjoy yourselves. I will. Next scene. So, oh. So- 
So, so wait, so this is where I'm wondering, am I the only one that's kind of confused in the room? <laughs> this what? is where, you know, sometimes I watch the show and I'm thinking I shouldn't be confused watching this show. Okay. So, so, so what's happening with Bonnie? Like, is she, why is she changing outfits? Is this, is this, is this really just like a big skit and you shouldn't be asking those questions? Yeah, pretty much. Just for fun. Yeah. Or is there a timeline happening? Cause if she really did go to this Catholic school before, uh, I think it's just, a, yeah, I think it's a it's joke. It's just a skit. It's a skit. So I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking. Yeah. Each time she comes out <laughs> and he, she's wearing, uh, yeah, she's wearing some kind of outrageous outfit and it's not a costume. No, I get yeah. it. I get it. But what is she do? Like, I was just thinking, like, what are you doing? Like, it's a bit. show and tell. It's like, a bit. Is, are you playing dress up? Oh, I absolutely <laughs> think it's a show and tell. I think the show creators want to show off Bonnie McMurray and, and uh, appease yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some, so there some, isn't actually anything. So so there isn't really a story happening here. It's no. really just a skit. I think it's just that. Yeah, I just people want right. more Bonnie okay. McMurray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm I'm I'll put my brain on the shelf. I won't ask stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Scene number three. Derry is doing his snooty beer review again. Uh, just like uh, Derry's uh, beer reviews, kind of the same thing. And well, it, yeah, but those are kind of little filler things for fun. But mm-hmm. then, but that's part of like the whole episode is just a bunch of little filler things for fun. Yeah, exactly. So far. Yeah. And again, right. Squirrely Dan takes the glass and he downs it. Second interrogation involves Tannis and her boys. You think this is an Indian haunting? You've watched too many shitty movies. No, no one's implying that, but we're just covering their bases. You do have a rich history of Tom Fuckery in this town, and that can't be denied. Oh, well. Is this place built on an ancient Indian burial ground? Not to my knowledge. Did you find a tomahawk lodged in your door? Not yet, no. Did you wake up with moccasins at the foot of your bed? But is that a thing? Because Okay, just get yourselves a couple of dream catchers and stop watching shitty horror movies. Another loud bang from the kitchen, and once again, Bonnie McMurray comes out dressed as a a sexy Pocahontas. This gets everyone's attention, including uh, Tannis, uh, but for a very different reason. Okay, do I actually have to explain this? You better go home and change or I will fight you. <laughs> I, I will fight. Yeah, she yeah, she was out for blood there. Uh, but once again, Wayne to the rescue. Bonnie. Wayne. On your way to the protest rally upcountry to provide glaring examples of cultural appropriation for people who don't understand cultural appropriation, but probably should. Sure am, Wayne. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. I will. So, yeah. So, Victor, of course, the timeline of this doesn't make any sense because the whole ghost thing happens in one day. But everything Bonnie does is like three, probably could be three separate days. Right. But uh, so it's it's just it's a joke. It's a it's a gag. Right. Uh, Just then, Uncle Eddie's jar moved and startled everyone. Katie thinks the building just shifted. Derry thinks it's probably just the shelves expanding because of the heat or shrinking because of the, uh, the cold. Gail thinks it's Uncle Eddie's ghost coming back for another takedown. Wayne disagrees. And what is it, Gail asks? Wayne responds, literally 500 million things. Uh, He'd like to make another call. So scene four, Derry doing another snooty IP review and Squirrely Dan goes for the glass. But this time, Derry pours a shot of beer into another glass and gives it to a very disappointed Squirrely Dan. Uh, (laughs) Next under the spotlight are Pastor Glenn, Stuart, and Rold. They all deny having anything to do with the haunting. They offer a plan. They will get have a seance to summon Uncle Eddie and get him to possess Rold. Then Pastor Glenn will exercise the demon out of Rold and send him down to hell. This gets a reaction from Wayne and Katie who say Uncle Eddie, he was a great guy. Begging your pardon, but anybody that comes back from the dead to have non-consensual sexual relations with a woman 
outside of wedlock, may I add, is not a good guy. The seance begins and Stuart asks for silence, but is interrupted repeatedly, first by Squirrely Dan, who farts. That was the ghost of yesterday's dinner. Then by Derry, who <laughs> Derry, who burps. Sorry, give me a stage like that and I'm going to have to dazzle. And finally by Gail, who queefs. Uh, this uh, <laughs> uh, quiffs. Quiffs, yeah. Uh, yeah, Wayne. Uh, uh, the, the, the seance finally continues, and after a few moments, Roald begins to speak with a demonic low voice. Uh, but he's not. But he isn't possessed. He's just got a very deep voice, which freaks him, Stuart, and Glenn out. Stuart pleads to Glenn uh, to uh, exercise him. What? I don't know how to do that. I did not think it would come up. <laughs> Panic increases among the three of them as everything they try fails and Roald continues to sound like a demon. Glenn throws holy water on Roald, which upsets him, and he chases both Stuart and Glenn out of the bar. <laughs> the Hicks are left behind trying to pr- process what they just witnessed. You want to what? My friend Sean Amsing has a Halloween party in the city before Halloween every year, and he calls it premature ejaculantern. That's good. <laughs> Clever. I like that. He's a really funny guy. So, uh, you know that when uh, whenever a name gets mentioned on the show, especially in, in that much detail, it's probably somebody real. And you think so? And there's probably a good story behind it. So I looked up the name Sean, Sean Amsing uh, to see like if there's anything about him online, and I hit the jackpot. He not only is he a real person, uh, he's a Canadian actor, musician, comedian, writer, and host. Uh, and the most interesting part, though, is that. He, he's a rapper and his rapper name is Kaboom Atom- Atomic, which his their music has been featured more than a few times on Letterkenny huh. episodes. So right there uh, we see. Look uh, at you hitting jackpot. Yeah. So, yeah. Kaboom Atomic and uh, Sean Amsing, same person and I guess buddies with. I'm going to listen out for that stuff that. now. Yeah. So uh, there's another one coming up, actually. So back to the story. A bang is heard from the kitchen and out walks Bonnie McMurray dressed as a sexy baseball player. Well, now that has got to be a costume. I mean, Christ, she can make a softball hard. <laughs> oh, she can play on my field. Dingers all day, boys. Bonnie. Wayne. You on your way to the annual Jeff Davies Memorial Baseball Tournament to raise money for Pitbull Puppy Mill Rescue? Sure am, Wayne. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. I will. Is that this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Jeff is a good guy. Jeff was a great guy. Jeff is a babe. One of the greatest. Jeff fucking Davies. I feel like Jeff would know what to do. All right. So I looked up Jeff Davey. Uh, he sadly passed away in 2008, was from Harrison, Ontario, 20 minutes down the road from Listowel, and was a big supporter of minor sports, especially, especially baseball. Each year, the, uh, the huh. JYD tournament raises money in Jeff's name for local charities and has raised $175,000 in the nine years since it began. Uh, so... So, but it, it wasn't for the Pitbull puppy mill rescue, like they say in this episode, but he's a real person who passed away and, and, uh, they, they mentioned him in the show. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Pretty cool. I like the, the, that they do that. That's cool. Uh, so here we go. Wayne wants to make one more call. Scene five, Derry's beer review. This time they're in the dark and he comments on how, when you can't see, uh, your sense of taste is heightened. Squirrely Dan talks about a date he took to one of those places in the city. Yeah. Uh, Gail adds that all the staff in those places are blind. Have you been to uh, Noir, Victor? That's I haven't been. I, I was meant to go, but it just never. Would you go? Never stars never aligned. 
So Noir is the one place that I know of. Anyway, I don't know if there's more than one in Toronto where you can go and it's ba- basically, it's a restaurant. It's pitch black, all the wait staff. Uh, I don't know if the cooks are also blind or just the wait staff. Uh, and you sit there in complete darkness and you're basically, it's supposed to heighten the experience. You're supposed to. See, I don't think I would do that with regards to food, mm-hmm. but I would do it for something else. Like food, I take like I'm 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 pretty picky with what I put yeah, in my you, mouth. Yeah, you you really like surveying your food before you <laughs> eat it. It's it's a little annoying actually. But so I'm not entirely sure I would do it in 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 an aspect of the to the food, but I would do it for something else. I think that's a cool idea. What else would you do? I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know what. Um, <laughs> mini golf. <laughs> Flying mini golf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what else you would apply it to, but yeah, I don't know. I I would that. That's a lot of control that I would have to give up. It would. uh, I don't know. I'd I'd give it a go. I think. I think I I do. I mean, you don't have to order anything exotic. Just order something safe. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because it's more about the experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll I'll order vegetarian. What? No, that's no, no. No, because I'd be all weirded out. Like about the food. Yeah, you're particular about the meat. I'd be I'd be all. Yeah, you're getting a little too. Yeah, I mean, don't don't. You're not going there to order a steak. Just Mm -hmm. order something safe, (laughs) uh, and 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 enjoy the experience right it's a cool looking place have you ever driven by it it's basically there's a on the outside there's a doorway going down into into the sidewalk like uh it's kind of a, one of those weird kind of places but yeah oh uh, how do you oh that's a lot of control that's a lot of like food i don't know like is it that's clean point. Like, you're, you're, i know but i know that would be hard to give up control but like I'm, for that i'm wondering if they they must be shut down for the pandemic so hopefully they reopen and we we get a chance to do this one day we should do like a, a research trip an r and d yeah let's do, it, let's do it together <laughs> yeah i'd love that i'll order bread yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scene 5 Derry's beer. Uh, we already talked about that. Let's see. Uh, Next up to be interrogated are McMurray and Mrs. McMurray. Katie tells him she doesn't. Uh, yeah, she doesn't believe it's a ghost. McMurray is sure it's a ghost. He and Mrs. McMurray went down to the Dominican one time and got a, a guided tour with some genuine ghost hunters who caught who taught them everything they goddamn know. Uh, McMurray shows him a, a, a device which no one can see, but it looks very much like a walkie-talkie. This device transmits uh, transmits ghost speak. When he fires it up, all he hears are people talking shit about him. Uh, it turns out that it's just a walkie-talkie, and he's <laughs> that he set up in the break room in the barn to make sure the farmhands weren't talking shit about him. And it would appear that they're talking shit about him. <laughs> the uh, shit talking turns to the subject of what they would do to Mrs. McMurray. This sends McMurray off in a mur- murderous rage. After the McMurray's leave, Gail puts Uncle Eddie's jar in front of Derry and says he's going to have to drink it. It's the only thing we haven't tried. No, it isn't. Then what, Wayne? What else can we try here? Literally 5,500 billion things. Uncle Eddie wanted me to drink it with him after I took him down, but I didn't. It's the only thing left to do to get rid of his ghost, so drink it, you fucking pussy! Oh. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Hey, no. when a friend asks you for help, you help them. No. I do it for you. No. <laughs> After a bunch more pressure is applied, Derry reluctantly unscrews the top of the jar and is about to drink the pig hoof hop sale. But mercifully, Wayne stops him. Wait. Gail. Wayne. It was me. What was you? 
I know how much you love Halloween. I know how much you love Halloween. Well, see, there you go. It was only my intention to give you a bit of a thrill and have a little bit of fun with all the nutsacks in town. It was never my intention to get you this riled up. And boy, do I ever wish I wouldn't have discovered you took down my 90-plus-year-old uncle. <laughs> That's when things took a real hard detour. Wayne, yeah. it was a thrill. Wayne and Gail shake hands. Then something catches Katie's eye. The hicks turn and Wayne is startled to see a silhouette of a small being standing there. Katie and Derry laugh at Wayne for getting scared. It turns out it's just Samuel. Wayne's about to give Squirrely Dan shit for defying Wayne's uh, no Samuel order. But Squirrely Dan says Samuel has something he'd like to say to Wayne. Samuel, you have the floor. I'm sorry I stole the full-size chocolate bar you gave my little sister last Halloween. I accept your apology, Samuel. I was sick of Daryl backdooring me with the quarter chocolate bars. <laughs> I understand that, Samuel, but that doesn't make it right. I trust you've apologized to your little sister as well? Yes, sir. And now my friend David wants me to say thanks for him for big league and the cheapskate beat skates in town who gave out half chocolate bars. Please tell your friend David I'm more than happy to big league cheapskate beat skates like Daryl. But Samuel, big brothers are to look out for their little sisters. Yes, sir. You only get one family, Samuel. You are to treat them with love and respect. I will learn my lesson, sir. Good. And to make sure you've learned your lesson, you will not be receiving a full-size chocolate bar from your Uncle Wayne this Halloween. Yes, sir. In that amazing scene, we simultaneously see a, get a glimpse into the kind of upbringing Wayne had as a child, probably, and also as the kind of parent Wayne would be if he ever had kids. Uh, Squirrelly Dan says to Wayne, Samuel wanted to dress up as his hero for Halloween. Samuel steps out from behind Squirrelly Dan to reveal that he's dressed exactly like Wayne. Plaid shirt, blue jeans, no belt. Squirrelly Dan asks Samuel who his hero is, and Samuel answers, Wayne. Wayne's expression softens. His eyes go less squinty. He walks up to Samuel and picks him up like a toddler, which he isn't, and he says, Samuel, I didn't say we couldn't split a full-size chocolate bar this Halloween. Choco coconut? Coconut's fucking gross, asshole. <laughs> Wayne squint returns and Squirrely Dan's reaction is priceless and we fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> I love that ending. All right. Um, general thoughts on the episode, Victor. It was, there was lots of fun bits and, uh, and, and there was also lot, lots of confusion as I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you know what's going on, uh, any less confusion or are you just, uh, no, no. It, it, I mean, it's fine. It is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. you, you just gotta sometimes just, enjoy something for what it is and it, not try to an overanalyze it. Exactly. Right? It's a comedy, right? It's a comedy. It's a piece of, yeah, it's a comedy. It's a, it's a piece of art and mm -hmm. uh, you gotta, you know, just, just accept it. Tan. Okay. May I say I completely missed what was in the drink until right now. So, Oh uh, no, exactly. Until, because uh, because when Al has it on the the clips, you actually get to hear the words and stuff and, mm -hmm. and, and hear what exactly was being said. So I missed that there was a hoof 
in the drink. What did you think it was? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So with all the dick references <laughs> in oh, this no. show, <laughs> I thought there was a dick of something. An I don't know whether penis. it was the uncle's dick that they were like petrifying in the drink. Like I took it to the next that level. One big dick. And yeah, I was going to say that, like, that uncle's a legend. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, they do reference dick a lot. So maybe there's a dick in the jar and it's being, oh. you know, Man. petrified or purified like, oh, I don't know God. in the alcohol so up until now you've been thinking dick <laughs> I was thinking dick the whole time well the, the show kind of leads me in that direction every episode so I thought there was a dick so anyways oh, I was awesome. completely missed the hoof thing and and oh, that I makes don't... a little bit more sense and as Victor said sometimes you get lost in what's going on mm-hmm. and yeah I'm, I'm kind of glad that now I know there's a hoof in it and not a dick well, I'm glad we were able to set that straight yeah so I, 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 I love the whole, uh, yeah, I made a list. So no, Alan, that's good. That's Alan's good. I, I love that you're me. making notes here. I, I make, awesome. I'm making notes because I don't want to miss anything. So I love the whole it, grossness. Absolutely. Just like, huh, shudder <laughs> and, and wrong. Mm-hmm. The whole tattle bunnies th- or buddies thing mm-hmm. that the tunnel buddies, uh, buddies. Oh, <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Oh my God. Yuck. But I it thought was it was like, hilarious. It, it was, was a funny, uh, gross yeah. yuck. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I love that Wayne has his thumb kind of on the pulse of Bonnie's social life and, and, and what is going on. <laughs> yeah. He knows way too much about Bonnie's. Uh, uh, yeah. You're like right. everyone. And, and the comments that, um, everyone else makes about Bonnie's <laughs> costumes as she comes out. They are like, it does enough to make a softball go hard. That's like, a great one. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrely Dan was just nailing it one after another. And I loved that. And I loved how Wayne was like, and, and Bonnie, this is, is this what you're doing? I loved that. Um, I love that, uh, Wayne was having fun messing around with Gail. Like mm-hmm. that's what this whole episode mm-hmm. is, is, uh, stemming on. And that, um, it pulls all of the, uh, the, the, cl- the, the clicks, mm-hmm whatever you want to call them together. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no hockey players in this episode. Well, you had Riley and Jonesy. We had, we had hockey players. We had Riley and Jonesy. They were but, swapping the bunnies. But not the It wasn't whole, a hockey scene. It wasn't but, a hockey scene. But there was no like yeah. uh, going through the the circle that they oh, usually yeah, go yeah. through yeah, yeah. in the in the change room, right? So, um, but in replace of that, they had, um, oh my gosh, um, um, Bonnie's parents. Uh, no, not, not not parents. McMurray and, and Mrs. McMurray. That McMurray is her 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 brother. What? Yeah, their brother and sister. But uh, say it again. McMurray. Mc- I thought I thought Mr. McMurray was Bonnie's father. No, yeah. no, no. They're brother and sister. No. 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 I think so. No. I'm pretty sure. No. No. <laughs> You're so wrong. Keep keep, keep talking. No. no. Bonnie's twenty one. No, no. There's been. Ep- episodes in the past where it was been clear that Bonnie is the daughter. Bonnie's the daughter. Um, keep going. Keep All talking. Right, so, yeah. Okay, you need to sort yourself out on maybe, that one. Maybe I do. I, I could have sworn that. No. Bonnie is the is, McMurray's yeah, daughter. No, no. Oh, yeah, Bonnie's she, the daughter. Yeah, there's she's the like, daughter. There's no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind either. I, I know I lose track of what's going on, but this one I know. Anyways, um, yeah. So instead of the whole circle of the change room with the, the jocks, uh, or the Bonnie players, is the younger sister of McMurray. Shut the front door. Yeah. What? McMurray, that doesn't make any sense based on previous episodes. McMurray often suggests to Wayne that he and that she and Wayne would make a good pair. 
Uh, Bonnie is yeah. herself attracted to Wayne. No, they're, they're brother and sister. Bonnie. I even found it. I even found it odd. Hey, why are you trying to push your daughter? No, onto that, because he's not. It, it, I she, swear, I'm right with you. Yeah. I am right with you, Victor. I thought for sure she was the daughter. No, this is according to fan uh, letterkendy.fandom.com, and uh, and according to what I always thought, or and I'm pretty sure in, in the episode where she's uh, introduced, she's introduced. She's his. Yeah, she's his son, uh, sister. Sorry. No. Yep. I don't know. I I I'm a little bit. Um, then I feel like I need to go and watch those previous episodes yeah. where those introductions happen because yep. I feel like she was introduced as a daughter. Nope. I I was. Sister. I'm right there with you. Sister. I thought for sure she was the. Daughter. But I guess at the, at the end of the day, it doesn't really make that big of a difference. I was going to say, oh, my mind's blown, but does, is it really? Because yeah. really there- <laughs> because uh, it also I mean in terms of the ages of everyone right like if Bonnie was Mrs McMurray's daughter Mrs McMurray I know that Gail took down a ninety year old but uh, Katie took down Mrs McMurray and so if, that would have been uh, I don't know a little weird yeah but it's it's the same thing Gail with just, Wayne going yeah. out on a date with the with the with the with the psychiatrist and she's the mother of that girl okay, that we yeah. thought was in their twenties so a lot of confusion there. anyway Bonnie is McMurray's younger sister. Um, All right. Well, okay. I, I'm, I'm looking at it, so it's just fine. I'll take it. All right. So, All right. Well, thanks for setting us straight on that one. Anyways, yeah. my final point <laughs> is that I love that um, in 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 all of this going on, that Gail hooked up with the uncle and turns it all back around on Wayne. So, like, here's Wayne trying to do the the Halloween thing trick. On, so she on responsible Gail. for him dying? Is that, is that <laughs> no? I don't think. That, well, I don't think they, they no, say she that. She said shortly after she couldn't do him twice because Just he died shortly, shortly after. after. Not All like right. right away, but like after. And and I had to stop. I had to pause when we were watching when when we were doing our homework just to make sure Tanya heard. Uh, um, Derry make the lemon party reference. <laughs> I'm telling you, they they did a great job. They yeah. did. They did a good job. All right, that's awesome. That that sounds promising. Okay, so uh, yeah, my thoughts on the episode. It was so much fun. It was so so much fun. Uh, it it. I mean, it's it's a holiday special. So continuity of story doesn't matter uh, in this because it's meant to be standalone. And I think they did it, uh, you know, timeline issues aside with Victor, you know, pointing out with the whole Bonnie scenes or whatever, you know, those are bits and they're funny. And so uh, I don't, you know, whatever, it, it doesn't bother me that, you know, uh, this whole thing's supposed to happen in, uh, in one day yet everything Bonnie's doing is like, you know, kind of, Events, several yeah, several yeah, days worth of events. Uh, I like, you know, bringing. I, I like storylines that involve all the four factions at the same time. Uh, so you don't get, so you get Riley and Jonesy, but it's not really a hockey storyline. You get Tannis and and uh, Slash and Ale- Axel, I guess they're called, and but it's not a purely uh, native storyline or anything like that. It's like it, it, everyone in town. And it's one storyline and they're all just interacting one with each other. Line. Yeah. Yep. So, so I enjoyed that. And I thought, you know, the, the funny parts were genuinely funny and that ending, I laughed out loud actually. Cause uh, this, so, you know, other, unlike all the other episodes we've watched, this was my first time uh, this week watching this episode. I'd never seen it before. So it caught me off guard. Uh, Samuel's line at the end there. And I, I, I laughed out loud. I thought it was really, really funny and, and earned. I like right at the end because first you get the melting of Wayne. You know, Wayne hates kids, but somehow him seeing this kid and standing in front of him, looking at him, like looking like him, dressed like him, saying that he's his hero, 
all, suddenly you saw like a crack in Wayne's armor and he picks him up like he would pick up one of his dogs <laughs> and offers and, and actually goes, goes back on one of his rules and offers him half of his chocolate bar. And for that kid to turn around and do that was just so, so well done. <laughs> uh, it's such a good, such a good uh, a surprise. So let's, uh, let's get to ratings, fresh clearance or compost. Victor, what do you give this episode? Um, so this is a tough one. I, I was really kind of teetering on this one because, uh, you know, I, tend to agree with kind of most of what you said, but I do think you're, uh, I think a little bit over exaggerating the point about how everyone's together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are, but it's not like there's, there's not really equal parts. It's really mostly the Hicks and, mm-hmm. you know, there's little bits, tidbits of the others kind of coming in and playing the role like, uh, pastor Glenn, that was a fun bit with, mm-hmm. with, um, with, with Stuart and, and, and rolled and, yeah. and stuff like that. And the hockey players was, they, they were just kind of in and out with that funny bit. I, it was mostly the Hicks and then everybody had what I would call cameos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, including the McMurray's. That was a pretty quick scene. I, I think it's all good. I'm not faulting it for that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, they, yeah, they were all together, but it wasn't about any of those players. It was really just about the, the you know, the Wayne playing the joke on, 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 on Gail and, yeah. and, and, and how that kind of played out. So I, I, I'm all that is good. Mm-hmm. All that is good. All that is fresh. It mm-hmm. was, um, uh, funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't at any point kind of fall off the chair funny, but it was amusing and it was fun. And I like that. I have to really give this, and I know I'm not going to be popular. I, I do have to give this a clearance because there's just too, there's just, I don't know. I just felt like there was too much, too many points in the episode where I was kind of questioning myself as to what is actually going on. Whose uncle is Uncle Eddie? Um, he's from Uncle <laughs> Eddie's Trust. He's the one who left them the $5,000. He's a good guy. No, he's I, a really good guy. Yeah. I, I, he's, a, he's a good guy. And I'm thinking, why is Gail, why is Gail sleeping with Uncle Eddie? Because Gail is Gail. Gail sleeps I with everyone. I don't think anyone's acting out of character in this episode. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I get it. And then I was just, and again, uh, the, the, the whole Bonnie Mc, and you know, more, more Bonnie, the better, mm-hmm. like, you know, if she was in every scene, I'd be completely uh, happy with that. I'm okay. not questioning that. I think that's awesome and great. Uh, for, it's just a fact. And, and here's where, where I kind of disagree with, oh, well, Wayne knows so much about Bonnie. Well, if all those skits aren't real. Mm-hmm. If it's just for the gag, then is his knowledge about what she's doing just part of the gag as well? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what part of this episode is is are we supposed to take take uh, with a grain of salt, and what part of it is kind of unfolding the layers about the characters and all that kind of stuff? So, and and this, again, I'm not. I don't want to kind of dissect it and, and pick it apart. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is because of those, um, uh, you know, uh, elements. For me, it's a clearance and not a fresh. see and i think the whole bonnie thing was like a callback to when they did the shark's tank thing Mm -hmm. and bonnie was standing there and it was just always pivoting back to her and she had this like few lines and then i think the show saw saw an opportunity to just (laughs) feature her a little bit more i think she's becoming a very popular character and the more they use her the 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 happier the and tanya that's that's a really good 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 example and Mm -hmm. Comparison, but in that in in that episode, it it worked. It didn't it didn't it didn't uh, confuse you. If anything, it added. Yeah, like yeah. It didn't. It did. There was there was no there was no uh, timeline issue there. And here, 
you're just because because of the things that Wayne was saying, and I'm thinking, so is this actually happening or not? Yeah, yeah. And it leads you to a different where, time frame. Yeah, and that's I what I kind of said. So what part of this is a skit and what part of it is part of the story? I think yeah, the whole episode just, is a series of, of sketches. I think the whole episode is a series of sketches tied together with the main storyline of, of, of Modine's being yeah. haunted. It's an and, SNL and, skit. And, and, and I respect <laughs> that you're okay with that. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I am okay with that. Especially yeah. with a standalone. And totally cool. And, I, and by the way, I'm okay with it as well. Yeah. Just for me, it's a clearance, not a price. Especially though, with a standalone holiday episode, you know that isn't so. Like, if it were during the season, yeah, I might be with you that it's not continuing any real kind of storylines or plot points. It's meant to be a standalone episode that's featuring all the all the characters people love. And I thought I thought no issues with it. I thought I thought they did it really well. Uh, Sorry, Tan, you you haven't given your rating yet. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So, uh, for all the things that I said before. Mm Uh, that was on, written on my list. Um, I'm going to say I'll give it a fresh. Yay! I, I thought it was really good. Oh, and I wanted to ask: Was there a call in for for uh, Matt? No, unfortunately, because I don't think because of everything that happened, right, right. it all happened today. I don't think Matt got a chance to actually watch the episode, so right. we so won't know. It he, doesn't matter. Ru- he, uh, Victor ruined the chance of getting he didn't a unicorn. Like anyway. Fart book, though. So <laughs> you know what? He didn't like fart book because it was like a one off spoof, and then. Um, has he liked no he liked seeing pat the the Saint perfect day. day so i feel like, like i'm not gonna put words in his mouth and i'm not gonna give him his rating i'm i think he'll like this one but we'll we'll let him let us know next week right. but uh what so you're giving it a fresh i am yeah, yeah. and I, I mean had you know had victor not ruined the chance for the unicorn i would have used it a, wouldn't have been a unicorn with him it, it would have been now. a three-legged unicorn it's not the <laughs> uh, but the, it would have been a wayne, unicorn with a nubbin wayne likes the three-legged dogs even better <laughs> oh right 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 <laughs> all right uh this is absolutely a fresh for me this was such a fun fun episode uh it you're right if this were in in the context of a, the season I, I I would understand some of your objections there, Victor, but this is a standalone holiday special meant to kind of uh, showcase all the characters and put them in. And so, yeah, it was a bunch of, a bunch of sketches tied together with a fun, uh, fun storyline. And I just loved the, the Samuel ending. I thought that was a lot of fun and, and well-earned. So I definitely give this a fresh. All right, we'll move on to uh, top five or favorite episodes. Victor, does, no, this doesn't dethrone any of yours. No, right? I've, I've only got fresh in my yeah. top five. So Tanya, does this uh, dethrone any of yours? You know what? I, I have a poor memory. So yeah. number one, you have I know, relations. I I'm looking at it, but I, I honestly push. don't remember the shows. Um, <laughs> 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 that's the honest truth so, i i don't remember the show so i don't know i don't know i'm gonna say no, no. just to just to i would get on with keep it. the list as is yeah just to get on with it sure go no all right um this won't make my top five either because it would would mean knocking can, off uh the season one episode one and i'm not ready to do that yet. can you add to our list mm-hmm. what we gave it because I don't honestly remember if those are all fresh or not. They're probably all fresh, but okay, I will. I will do that for you next week. I promise. <laughs> well, I, <thank laughs> I, I think at this point, all of our top fives are freshes. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, but you got nothing but time as of today, Al. <laughs> you would think, but anyway, <laughs> I've got kids. All right, uh, let's move on to some listener comments. Uh, this is uh, from 
Jack, our buddy Jack in, in Austria, Melbourne Jack, just finished this week's pod. Uh, and I was surprised that the hockey story didn't help Tanya and Victor feel any better about the last about last week's and the chat here may provide some more context i agree with al this was a much better season ending with exception of the skids i think they could have played more with the tannis and gabe battle than had uh, last week's um ending this week to wrap it up lastly my thoughts on uh go oh my thoughts go to matt who so sorry to hear about ollie and the bad news this week i hope uh i know all of us here wish her all the best and are thinking of you and Victor, and hope everything works out. Thank you very much, Matt, uh, Jack, for those uh, words. I'm sure Matt will appreciate that. Um, for our buddy Stephen, uh, just started the episode. Matt, sorry to hear about your pupper, man. I know it's hard. Al, I think Tanya made the best decision in not actually watching Lemon Party. <laughs> watching reaction videos is probably going to give her all the info she needs. <laughs> that's funny. And oh, uh, that's and funny. Uh, from our new our newest uh, member, Letter Kenny Ostrich, uh, great podcast. Couple of thoughts. Can't call Katie a puck bunny. From my understanding, a puck bunny sleeps with multiple players. Katie was more of a puck bunny dating both Riley and Jonesy than she is dating one, right? Uh, just a thought. Victor and Tanya make great points defending their review of season uh, of episode six, but I have to dis- disagree. Cold Open was on point. Wayne and the boys letting loose for the first time uh, was what it should be. I think the entire point of that was to show a completely different side of them throughout the episode, being annoyingly hammered, or, uh, their overly positive reactions to Bradley, etc. Top tier episode, in my humble opinion. Uh, thank you, uh, Letter Kenny Ostrich. And thank you all for ev- everyone who, who uh, comments and, and pe- all our friends on the Twitter DM group. Uh, we had lots of great uh, chats again this time. We were talking about uh, stereotypical beers from different countries. Like everyone thinks if you're in the U.S., you drink Bud or, or Coors. Everyone in Canada drinks Blue and Canadian. Meanwhile, no one actually does. <laughs> this also- I heard on the radio uh, there was a conversation about the uh, Australian beer. Mm-hmm. And it's sold and does really well outside of Australia. Yeah, I think that's Foster's in Australia. Well, that whole conversation started, I think, because somebody commented to Melbourne Jack about Foster's and Melbourne Jack's like, am I supposed to know what that is? So, yeah, because Foster's was kind of popular. It was on the news recently, like last week, I want to say. Well, and I think uh, Paul Paul Hogan wasn't a Crocodile Dundee. He was like in all those Foster's commercials, but in the U.S., so that yeah. probably made us all think, oh, everyone in Australia drinks Fosters. <laughs> so, to, to be fair, Al. To, to be, be fair. fair. <laughs> I don't know how, how about you, but when, when my friends and I started drinking uh, before of age and we would get uh, two fours for our uh, nights of uh, uh, Genesis uh, NHL 92 mm-hmm. or 93 play <laughs> yeah. and, and other things. Uh, it was the cheapest beer we could get, whether it was Labatt's or or, or Budweiser or whatever. So we sure. were we were drinking kind of Labatt's and, and Molson and Canadian. Oh yeah, as a teenager and as a, like in my early twenties, I was doing the same. But but I feel like now I think I think the IPAs and the and and the the smaller breweries have, have overtaken uh, the. Yeah, well, those weren't a thing, right? Yeah, those no, were, they yeah, weren't before, no, but now only they become are. Become within the last year or two. Oh yeah. well, in the last probably ten years, but yeah, like I feel like. Now only old people or really young people who don't know any better will, will drink those beers because they're, they're the ones that are most advertised on TV. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, in Letter Kenny uh, news, you can tell we're approaching season nine. 
uh, which uh, day after tomorrow, season nine in Canada, and then on on uh, Boxing Day, season nine in the U.S. Uh, Letterkenny coverage is ramping up all over the place, and there's just a few examples. So Crave PR on Twitter put out a fun little interview with Tyler Johnson and uh, Evan Smith, uh, Evan Stern. Sorry, uh, that's uh, Stewart and rolled about working together and the increasing success of the series. That's a fun interview. Uh, I, I recommend people to check out. I'll post links to all these interviews in, on our site. So you, so you guys can Is check there it out. Any spoilers in those interviews or no? Um, that one there. No, I think they just kind of talk in general about working together. The Montreal Gazette okay. published an article. It's a wonderful life for Kenny small. I don't think any of these would have spoilers because the, the, the seasons aren't out yet. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Montreal Gazette published an article titled It's a Wonderful Life for Ken- uh, Letter Kenny's Small Town Brawlers uh, with great insight from Jacob Tierney on the show's future. And it doesn't sound like they're planning on ending it anytime soon. In fact, uh, in another article, the Globe and Mail article th- at the end uh, th- that I'll talk about, uh, they're, they're saying that they're going to be shooting seasons 10 and 11 this spring. So we're going to wow. get at least two more seasons after season nine. So that's uh, that's amazing news. Uh, the Globe and Mail. Um, <clears throat> oh, and this is what I was talking about. Globe and Mail. Unfortunately, I don't pay for the Globe and Mail, so I couldn't read the article. But if anyone does have a Globe and Mail subscription, I will post a link to whatever the art. The article is called Letter Kenny, the Hard to Explain Canadian Masterpiece. Um, so I'll post that link. And if anyone is a Globe and Mail subscriber, they can read it. Maybe come back to me with a, a book report. Uh, another article from the AV Club talks about the show's stylized exercise in high wire wordplay. Um, they go on to name St. Perfect's Day as the best episode of Letter Kenny. So, yeah, this article here was interesting because they they claim that St. Perfect's Day is the best episode, which I'm not sure I agree. Uh, well, I, obviously, I don't agree because it's not I, even in my top five. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more article from the TV Junkies featured another interview with Tyler Johnson and Evan Stern. They seem to be making the rounds. The two, uh, Unfortunately, I can't get them on our podcast to save my life. The two talk about how they work together and how the skids have evolved on the show. Uh, plus, they also confirm what we thought all along. The inspiration for the dance moves is that video of the skids dancing under the bridge. So they actually named that video. Remember that video we shared uh, yeah. a few months back? Uh, that video is what they were given as an inspiration for their dance moves on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> we were right. Um, yeah. And uh, oh, and then somebody tweeted out a screenshot of episode nine names and synopsis. Uh, for those who can't wait, and I'll, I'll post a link to that too. So I guess Hulu already has the episodes names and a, a little bit, a, a little description of each one on their on this on the platform, so you can kind of see what what the episodes are about. And uh, instead of there being six uh, episodes this season, there's going to be seven episodes. So all very kind of fun and very exciting news coming up. <clears throat> Um, any final comments before I play us off here, uh, Victor? Uh, no, not really. Just, uh, want to wish everybody a very safe, uh, happy, festive, restful, uh, and joyous, uh, uh, holiday and, uh, um, you know, hoping for, a you know, uh, not sure if we're doing a podcast before the new year or after the new year, Al. I, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but before. if it's after the new year, then, yeah, then the, you know, the, I want to wish everybody a happy new year and, uh, and you know, all the best for the for 2021. 20, 
the plan is next Wednesday, so it'd be before New Year's Eve. Um, okay, but I take all that back. <clears throat> that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'll depend on Dean and whether he can make it, because uh, yeah. so, there's some, some stuff going on uh, with him too. So uh, hopefully we'll record next Wednesday. But if not, uh, your your sentiment still stands there, Victor. All right. Tanya, do you have any final comments? Uh, I'll also then uh, share my my good wishes to everyone that just in case uh, next week doesn't work. My nose is actually get, becoming very stuffed now. So oh, no. I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I can't breathe anywhere. Um, so yes, uh, health and happiness to everyone for 2021. Everyone, please stay safe. Um, uh, uh, best wishes for everyone. And uh Happy holidays for whatever you celebrate or uh, um, just, you know, stay safe. Mm -hmm. Stay safe and healthy. Um, I'll say the same. Happy holidays to everyone. Uh, Please stay safe and healthy. You know, uh, it sucks. This year sucks that we can't be with family. Uh, If we're playing by the rules, we can't be with family. But just know that it's just this one year. Uh, You know, there was a year where we spent Christmas in a hospital because my mom had 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 an accident and and we We've sp- had some rough years for sure. <clears throat> and that Christmas was known as the Christmas we spent in the hospital. This Christmas will be actually known- that was the year we spent in the hospital because your mom mm-hmm. broke her her knee and her shoulder, yeah. and then my mom like three days later broke her leg and yeah. um, both bones. <laughs> And, was uh, this inspired by Throw Mama from the Train? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It was a brutal, it was like right leading right, it was December. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it we was literally opened presents in the hospital. Uh, in the hospital. Uh, uh, visiting room. Oh, uh, it and, was maybe all of two or three mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, yeah, we took him to the hospital and we we celebrated there. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a, a weird Christmas, but we we made the best of it. And this Christmas, we'll make the best of it. And hopefully next year we return back to being with family and being with friends. You know what? Back. We all have to keep that in mind. Like, yeah. I, I want to share, you know, I my sister has, has battled cancer twice and uh, she's she's doing amazingly well. And uh, we've had some some two Christmases that, uh, um, you know, we got that bad news right when Christmas was was happening. So uh, for everyone that's struggling, for everyone that's going through a hard time right now, you know, things things will get better. I know it's hard to see now, but Mm -hmm. it will improve. And uh, you just got to live one one. 10 minutes at a time if you need to one hour at a time if you need to absolutely and uh yeah we're all together on this mm-hmm. and uh you know <clears throat> uh, hopefully next week we we get together with dean and with matt again and and we 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 can laugh with each other again and and do this even though we're doing it virtually we're still we're still laughing we're still getting together and and hopefully we continue so that's my wish for the new year uh i'm going to play us off with a song from the episode uh, you'll probably recognize this song because it was played so often. It's called Feel the Light- Lightning by Dan Deacon. And usually this was followed by Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> she, <laughs> she walked out of the kitchen. Uh, in 2021, I'm going to have a Bonnie McMurray body. Hey. <laughs> hey <now>. Me too. <laughs> Sadly, I'm going to probably have a squirrely Dan body. But, you know. Oh, dear. Getting his, uh, for Christmas, you got overalls underneath the tree out. Yeah, exactly. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, our friend Dean Giles from the How Are You Now podcast will join us for his regular season recap. In the meantime, don't forget to give our sponsor, DG Pop Customs, some love. 
You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram at DG Pop Customs on, on Twitter. He's Dennis Guggen, and he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. And having said that, uh, season four is coming up, and we're looking for a sponsor. If you're interested in partnering up with us, uh, give us a, a DM and uh, let us know, and we'll work something out. Uh, please rate us on iTunes if you like the show. If you don't like the show, rate us as well. We'll, we'll read it out, and we'll have fun with it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Pod. Thanks for joining us. We're now going to eat some full-size coffee. Coffee crisps, which are another delicious treat that's only available in Canada. You're all missing out. (laughs) On behalf of Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, Be safe and be healthy.